episode of the Ohio Sumo Podcast. And it's been a minute. It's been a minute for a number of reasons, but um, uh, new jobs and COVID keeping Darius busy at his job. And uh, there just hasn't been a window to kind of kind of get another episode out to you. Uh, but we sat down and did one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, as always, a little bit of Ohio Sumo news. Um, first of all, I am sitting in the presence of the USSF Athlete of the Month, Rikishi of the Month, Darius Campbell. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yeah. Um, so something that the USSF does on their website every every month is they feature a wrestler in in the federation, or they and they feature a club. And uh, we were the club of the month um, of July, uh, and now we have a wrestler uh, being featured as the wrestler of the month, and our very own Darius Campbell. And we're proud of him. We like him. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's just great, you know, to be um, featured and appreciated by the by the federation, you know. Not just personally, but as a club as well. You know, they're they're seeing what we're doing over here, and you know, trying to to make make stuff happen here in the U.S. So it's it's just it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be formally recognized for for not only being a, a great athlete, but um, I think also contributing to the federation in the ways uh, that you do. So. Um, we had practice today. I'm sitting here kind of my, I'm, I'm banged up a little bit. I landed on my wrist, which is pretty much better. Um, <laughs> but it stung really bad at the time. I landed on my wrist. I landed on my ribs, but we had a great practice today and, uh, didn't have our full range of guys, but we, we had enough to make it, uh, to make it a solid practice anyway. And, um, it was good. The Biggs brothers were there, all three of them now, because now, since we last talked to you, there's a third Biggs brother. And uh, no, he wasn't born yesterday, but he <laughs> he is the younger brother of uh, uh, Nick and Dylan, um, and he is really shaping up to be uh, a great uh, great wrestler. Um, he came out last week, wrestled. He'd, he I think he'd already worked a little bit with his brothers in the past, but... Um, he was a little, you know, the, the first practice, as everybody is, you know, usually they're just a little bit uh, trying to figure out kind of where they're, what they're doing, what their body's needing needing to do. Um, but this week, uh, you know, you could just see mass improvement, um, you know, just from the, the first time. So 
uh, we're excited about Dane, Dane Biggs, um, being in the club. And now, uh, we had, we had lady wrestlers for the first time today. Um, uh, Dane, uh, uh, brought along his, uh, his girlfriend, Caitlin, and she has jumped in the ring and, uh, is doing great. My wife, Autumn, uh, who is, uh, our, our Okami-san, she, I, I think at first she was like, well, you know, my bo- I don't think my body's going to really allow me to do it. And like, there was no other women. And so she was like, well, I'll just do this because I can contribute. But as soon as I told her that there was potential for another, another female wrestler, she kind of perked up because I know she really wants to be in there. Uh, as much as she is shy about it <laughs> and uh so she got out there and did it today and and um and uh, i'm proud of both of them they did a good job and yeah we now have lady sumo at ohio sumo um the kids came out the kids were you know had fun we always work them at we we always do stuff with them at like first in the day get get them you know get all that energy out uh when they get there and then they they uh you know they play while we practice um but they had a really a really good practice too um i couldn't be more proud of the group that we have really what do you think (laughs) yeah i mean we have a dedicated group of guys they come out they they train they're willing to take instruction and learn and you know they're just there to um better their sumo yeah and that's all we can ask really um yeah and a milestone we are sitting on our one year anniversary uh one year ago darius and i were introduced to each other uh, via robert uh, foltz uh, a big sumo fan we were introduced to each other uh, through him through a facebook group and decided to get together and practice and here we are (laughs) and uh that was a year ago and so um we're uh, next next Sunday. Um, we're having a we're having a party and a little get together. So um, yeah, so we're excited. It's um it's been really great, and it, it's you know like Darius was saying, it's it's good. You know to you know when we when we got cl- when we got to be the the club of the month, and when and you know now Darius getting recognized. You know it's. That's all due to, it's not just Darius, it's not just me. I know this is kind of a cliche thing to say, but, you know, it's every everybody that has showed up to one of our practices in the last year that has brought us to where we are now, has brought us to why we're doing the podcast. Like, it, the whole thing is all due to a, a really dedicated group of guys um, and yeah, gals. I mean, it's- it's crazy to me. I mean, it seems like it's been more than a year and less than a year at the same time. Yeah. You know, I, I never would have imagined, you know, um, coming from where I was training by myself for two years to now have a club of over um, 12 stable members and still growing, you know, even in this, this COVID time period, you know. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just astonished with, with the growth and, and everything we've been able to do so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's great. I'm humbled. Darius is humbled. Yeah, we're just uh, we're excited and excited about the future. Um, uh, yeah. What uh, I'm trying to think. Um, anything else Ohio Sumo related that we that we haven't touched on? Um, but I think we 
I think we covered most of it. Um, do we want to? Do we want to announce? Do we want to talk about the 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 winter? Do do we want to talk about that? Yeah, we can. Go ahead. Go ahead, Darius. <laughs> so, um, for the past three years now, yeah, yeah, um, three years, we've held a um, camp here in Cincinnati, um, specifically geared towards um, newbies. Originally, it was just a going to be a joint practice between myself and um, Cornelius Booker. Um, we were just going to get together and train, and then, you know, somebody was like, hey, there's a guy in the area who wants to train, so... He came over and, you know, we just ended up making it into a camp. And last year we added a tournament onto it. So, um, you know, I, it looks like we're going to be able to do it again this year um, despite COVID. And, um, you know, it's looking as of right now, um, the second weekend of December, the 11th through the 13th. Um, so if you're in the area, I would suggest you come out and give it a try. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'm not the recipient of my training, so so what did you think about it, Jake, when you went through it? Yeah, so I'd never been um, I'd never been to um, a sumo camp, obviously, and and something that intense. And uh, if you want if you want to show up and and put in some work, <laughs> and like really put in some work on your sumo for two days, um, I would highly recommend it because I was a different wrestler by by Sunday than I was when I got there on Friday. And most of us were. Um, we, we really honed in on some things and um, it gives you an opportunity. You know, we don't get a lot of opportunities to, to spend eight hours a day on sumo for, for several days in a row. Um, we're usually, we get together to practice, it's like two or three hours and then we go home and then we don't do it for a, another week or another two weeks. But when you get to, when you get to show up and you know you're going to be sumo wrestling pretty much all day. Um, and by the end of that, you're going to be exhausted, but you're going to feel really good about your sumo going forward. Um, Darius is a, is a, you know, he's a good coach and, and coupled with, you know, Cornelius. Um, and, and we, we might have, we might have a guest, uh, a guest instructor. Um, that's something we've been talking about, uh, you know, just another person from the outside to come in, um, as well. So we're, we're talking about that. That'll probably be announced. If, if it does happen, it'll be announced closer to the time. Uh, but yeah, it was great. It was, I, I, lo I loved it. And, and pretty much everybody that, that went, you know, was able to take away something and, and apply it. So, yeah. And I mean, it, it's, um, even as just a coach, I still get things out of it, you know, um, getting to teach people and, you know, I still get in the ring with you guys and, and I can even sharpen my skills. So, um, yeah, if you, if you're in the area, that's really suggested. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, were, and, and like I said, last year was the first time that, that they had done a tournament with it. Um, and so this year we're planning on, you know, the same, the same format, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to go to the camp, but you want to come for the tournament, I think that's an option. Um, I mean, I, I, I know it's an option. <laughs> uh, and uh, But if you want to come to the camp, you know, you can get there a couple days early, get in some real, you know, some real good work. And then uh, and then Sunday we have a we have the tournament. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, just like like Jake said before, you know, it's, it's such a rare 
um, opportunity to get together for a solid, you know, six, eight hours a day, you know, and just focusing on sumo. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, that's coming up. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. There was, I, I, I don't know that we've got anything, but we do, we do have a boss show uh, starts tomorrow. Um, probably will have already started and, and might be in day two by the time this podcast comes out. But um, what are you, what are you thinking going in? Who do you got? No, I'm, I'm definitely going to back my boy, um, Asanoyama. Yeah. Um, you know, last time I think he, he did well. Um, he had that match against Terutsuyoshi, um, which we even talk about later in this podcast. Um, you know, but, you know, I really, I really can see him, you know, taking charge this tournament. You know, again, we have Hakuho and Kakuru out um, from day one. So, um, Asanoyama is the highest ranked guy out there right now. So, he should be the favorite, I think, in, in most people's minds. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, there's been several other developments besides that. Mainly, um, Tamanoli Bea um, lost 19 of their wrestlers to COVID. They all tested positive um, at the stable, so they were all, um, you know, put into quarantine. So you know, over half of their stable, you know, is out due yeah. to COVID, and you know, we just keep getting um, information of more wrestlers um, being exposed or having tested positive for it um you know so it is still a a continuous situation in japan yeah for sure yeah yeah um well i think it's going to be a good tournament uh either way um i think asanoyama is definitely the kind of the favorite going in um but you got the great story of of terno fuji uh coming back into into the top and and winning the tournament and uh, now he gets to get now he gets to face all the good guys right out of the gate, and uh, we'll see what he can do. It it'd be great, you know, to see him, uh, you know, get back up to the Ozeki. I think that'd be the ultimate comeback um, in sumo. Uh, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a good tournament. As always, I'm watching my my guy Tsuruyoshi um, and uh, Wakataka Kage and um, and Tochi. I hope uh, I hope I hope my old the old, the old, uh, old warhorse to- Tochi Notion <laughs> can uh, can pull one out. At, you know, he had a good tournament last time, and now he's going to be back up again facing some some better guys. So um, we'll see. You know, I mean, all the Ozeki um, or former Ozeki last last boss show got winning records. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that was really nice to see all all four of them um, kind of come back up. So we'll see how they do this tournament. We also have a couple of newcomers. Whole um, you is a is a guy I probably talked about before on this podcast, you know. He's down at Maiga Shira sixteen, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, he's Asashori's nephew. Um, but more than that I, I just think he's a really skilled wrestler. Um I really like watching him and, you know, he gives me to me he, he kinda shows me some flashes of, of a very young Haramafuji. Yeah. You know, um he's a lighter wrestler, quick on his feet, you know, so I look forward to seeing what he can do in the top division. Um, and then we have Toby Zaru. Toby Zaru. You know, he is a stablemate of Endo and and pretty much all the guys who have Dai in their name. Yeah. Um, in the top division, he's he's in the stable with them. 
young scrappy, I mean a small scrappy guy. Um, I guess you could consider him maybe young too. Um, yeah. But, you know, he is, um, he's just that, that scrappy fighter, you know, he's just, he does what needs to be done and he's, he's battled in Jurio for a while now and, you know, getting that opportunity to get to the top division is, is great, you know. We're seeing this surge of, of smaller wrestlers like Enho, Teruzioshi, um, my man Kotoeko. You know, you, you, you're seeing more of these guys coming up and, and you know, really doing good things. So um, I look forward to seeing what they do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, Ikioi, some of the some of the guys you're used to seeing in the top division, Ikioi dropped down, um, Chiyomaru, um, is down at Jerio three, um, so you know those are those guys have been up there. Nishikigi just barely <laughs> he he just just barely couldn't make it out, but he's he's down at Jerio one, um, and then Wakamotoharu, Wakatakage's brother, he's at Jerio three, and this is uh, you know hopefully he will have a breakout tournament, get that get that promotion up to the top, and then we'll have two Waka brothers. Um, up in the top division, um, and his other their other brother um, is uh, still, I believe, floating down in uh, in Makushita. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it's just funny to me how um, they're kind of ascending in reverse order. Yeah. So <laughs> Wakataka Kage is the youngest brother. Um, Wakamoto Haru is the uh, middle brother, and Wakatakamoto is the oldest. Um, you know, but they're kind of going up the rank ranking order opposite of that. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I think they all have um, great skill and the capability to eventually make it um, to the top division. If they haven't, I I, I could see Wakataka Kage making it to Sanyaku. Um, their grandfather was a former Komasubi. You know, so they they want to um, live up to that that legacy. I would say, and you know, I'm so Kokurai. You know, he's a small, a smaller wrestler who's very um, technical. Um, so, with that being their new stable master and coach, and him focusing just on coaching those guys, um, I think they can learn a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's our. I think that's our Basho preview. If if we have one, like I say, <laughs> you might be listening to this on on day two of the Basho or something like that, but. Uh, at any rate, um, we're excited for it. Um, always, you know, it's just, you, this is just what you look forward to is, uh, the next sumo tournament. Um, so today on the podcast, we have, um, Justin Kizzert. Um, we just recorded the interview. It's a really great interview. I think you guys will like it. Um, um, a little different. We, we focus on a lot of different subjects in the interview that maybe we haven't kind of covered before with other guys, but, um, Justin's doing great stuff in uh, in in Austin with with Dark Circle, Sumo, um, and yeah, we're glad to we're glad to have him on and, and share his story and, and what what he sees as as uh, being important to the future of Sumo. Enjoy the interview. sitting down with Justin Kizzert uh, in this uh, in this interview and Justin is a three-time silver medalist 
nationally and he is a uh, gold medalist. He's represented, um, he got to represent uh, the U.S. at Worlds in uh, 2018. And uh, unfortunately, due to COVID, uh, his recent gold medal uh, wasn't, uh, isn't going to really count uh and we'll probably get into that and talk about that but what justin welcome uh welcome to ohio sumo podcast thank you thank you <laughs> um, so, so i first i first band-aid you, off what's that rip the band-aid off i know i i i've said it and then i was like well i should probably mention that that qualifier is not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be a thing but i wanted to before before we get into the the meat of everything um and uh, I'm sure Darius has a, a meeting you for the first time story, but I met you for the first time in Georgia at uh, the, the Georgia right, Open. Right, right. And uh, you were super nice. And like you, you sat, you stood on the sidelines, and, like coached me through stuff. It was my first tournament. And uh, so anyway, I just really, really appreciate that. And, and thanks any, for yeah, any, any, anybody willing to step into the ring and, and, you know, at, like, even today, you know, there's a, there's this dude from Alabama, which as far as, you know, ah, well, light heavies should go. The, this guy named Adam, he, he was, he was, he went undefeated. So, I mean, he was really a killer. Wow. But any, anybody who comes into sumo, man, this, this is, this is kind of like no other, you know, no other sport. Like it becomes a thing that like the fact that you were able to, that you were able to come into the ring and you know and 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 actually hold your own win or lose whatever like you, like each every loss is a is still technically a win because you're you're learning something to become that much stronger and but the fact that you're you know you're willing to get in the ring and understand what it's about and it's so cool because it makes it makes the pool of of you know friendship and community and all that stuff that much bigger so anybody that it's their first time you know i'm not like i beat you or whatever and or, or oh you're my <laughs> opponent this is not at the end of the day at the end of the day we all like like after we do our thing we all you know we all hang out and have drinks and party together so it's sure yeah yeah. Yeah. It's great. That's the thing that I've, you know, the thing that we always talk about is like sumo is, is just a big brotherhood, you know, of just like these people that all over, you know, we might not ever have met or, or been, you know, been friends outside of this, but you know, this, this thing that we love is like what brings yeah. us all together. And it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what your politics are. It doesn't matter what your, you know, whatever. It's just, you you're you're a sumo wrestler i'm gonna be your buddy and <laughs> we're gonna enjoy yeah. this sport together you know we'll talk and, uh, and i mean there's some people you know some people in the sport that i just wholeheartedly don't agree with politically sure we all know them and but yet you know the common ground is you know is the dojo and yeah. and, and you know and i some of my, you know, some of my guys, you know, kind of like, oh, well, how can you, you know, follow this guy or this and that, whatever, whatever, you know, and especially, you know, and, and how sensitive, I guess, how sensitive today's 
age is or whatever uh you know some people might might disagree with me still being you know still respecting and 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 following and being friends with some people who are in another you know in a more extreme demographic than than what i believe sure uh but to me, you know, at the end of the day, if the president goes and, and somebody else comes in, whatever, like, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're, you know, it's still sumo and we, and I try to keep it, I try to keep my respect for that person in the sumo world. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, I, uh, you know, that's, there's that's the only thing that keeps me sane and, and, you know, I'd rather not have it be, you know, uh, what you know what it is uh in our world today yeah yeah i mean you know it's i mean I, you know i can speak for myself like i mean you and i probably we would probably have some political the, agreements maybe, the same not, line. maybe not as extreme as others you know but like but i don't see any reason to i mean that's a pretty petty reason to like just dump somebody from your life like your life yeah. you know especially I mean, when I'm, you, I'm, I'm you know we're maybe a it's just a different generation kind of thing. Uh, yeah. you know, like this idea of cancel culture and stuff. And like, I could just, just delete someone. Yeah. Uh, someone as a whole, I, I, I just don't, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to respect that. At, you know, in the heart, Somewhat, you know, some people are, you know, people are good people, and yeah. uh, and I know tensions are a little high right now, uh, but it will pass. And at the end of at the end of the day, uh, you don't see those same people again. You can't cap, <laughs> you know, cancel culture only happens on the internet. But yeah. I like to I like to make relationships face, you know, face to face with people 100%. because. Half the half the shit that people talk on the internet, you can't do that shit face to face. So if I don't like you face to face, then I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. But it, you know, internet internet you know debates don't hold as much weight. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Me. That's very so true. I mean, that's just an old school way of thinking about things, but that's just me. Well, I I agree wholeheartedly, and uh, yeah, what so? Anyhow. Yeah. So you politics. You got into sumo um how long ago and what what got you kind of headed that direction? What was your previous martial arts background if any? Um what what, what was your what's your story, Justin? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's my story? Yeah. Where am I love long walks on the beach. <laughs> so, I mean, I I have been uh I've been in combat sports probably since I was 13. Like, you know, just like a young adult, uh, got my black belt at 16 with uh, uh, a style called Kunju Musul, which funny, funny enough, you know, the tournament that we were at, the, the, the location that we were at, uh, my old sensei, my old sensei from when I was a kid in the 90s, uh 
he is the owner of that place. And so it's funny that, you know, San Antonio always has the tournament there because it's always a cool chance to run into, you know, my old sensei. Nice. Uh, from back in the day. So it's a Korean martial arts. Uh, and it was a way for me as it was, a, you know, to let out energy and stuff or whatever and, and, and stay focused. But, you know, little did my mom, I mean, my mom knew that that was a thing for, you know, an outlet for me. And I was actually just, it allowed me to kind of, you know, I don't know, the, 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 the physical aspect of it allowed me to focus. I was also like pretty ADD, I guess, as a kid. And that was a thing that always was able to keep me like uh, controlled and focused. Sure. Uh, was martial arts. So, I fell in love with with that and continued, you know, through my through adulthood. Uh, I got into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, for a little while, and then in 2004, I broke my ankle in like a bar fight. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I want to hear that story another time. It's really, I mean, that kind of. I was pretty good at as, as you know. I was like. You know, Texas lightweight champion, and then I and was gonna at the time. Pride fight had had changed over to uh, UFC, and I was like, I was like, oh shit! I, I thought even in college, I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna fight. I, I thought I was gonna do that, like, I, like because I was I was good enough to like jump into this new thing called UFC. And it, at the time it was new. Yeah. Uh, but I shattered my ankle. I have a bionic plate in my ankle. It's pretty, you know, it's sad, but, and that, that ended that. And so I didn't do anything for you know, the rest of college on into adulthood. And, and I just did like cycling. But then I think when I, you know, like maybe 10 years after that, I, I kind of, uh, I jumped into boxing. Hmm. I was like, okay, well, I don't have to really like you like for jujitsu. I didn't have to like get any kind of ankle locks or stuff with with boxing and stuff. So I did boxing for a little while because I thought it was safe because it was just up you know up top, and I didn't like the you know I I didn't like the idea of like trying to take this to the extreme and and because of uh, you know, I don't know brain damage. <laughs> I didn't sure. want to, I didn't want somebody who was beating in my head, you know? Sure. And accident and, and I jumped back into box. I, I'm sorry. I jumped back into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, later in my years and I wanted, you know, and got really good. Ended up going to in 20, actually in 2018, uh, ended up going to Worlds and got gold in gi and no gi wow yeah so that i mean that's literally hold on one second <laughs> no yeah so no bullshit these are my these are my very heavy uh world's medals at uh you know for Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That's for awesome. Gi and no gi in awesome. 2018. Wow. And then, but you know, that was it for me, really. Like 20, 
because I was already at the, you know, simultaneously at the, I had been introduced to Sumo. My wife is from Japan. She's from Osaka. Nice. And uh, I kind of haphazard laugh that I think that year, 20, 2015, 2015 was when uh, we went to, we went to Osaka and I was watching Sumo with her grandma and because of my prior background, I was like, yo, like I noticed like all I noticed like jujitsu and, and some Greco-Roman wrestling. And like I noticed, you know, the, the you know that the sport, it wasn't just, you know, big fat guys like hitting, you know, belly bumping each other. I was like, yo, no, there's like some serious technique in this. And I got addicted, like, and so that whole trip, I was watching the sumo tournament with her grandma who her grandma was like, like, you know, old school Japanese. It's like, she was like marking off the stats and stuff. So I was like helping her, like, you know, who was winning, who was not. And so she was, you know, that was kind of like a bonding moment with, uh, with my grandmother-in-law. And I continued that when I, when I got back to, uh, um, back to LA, I continued watching Sumo. I just found on the internet. And then one day, I think after a year of that, like at near the end of 2016, I was like, yo, like there's gotta be, uh, there's gotta be sumo outside of Japan. And we were watching, uh, I think the November, yeah, November Basho that year in 2016. And I was like, there's gotta be sumo outside of Japan. And I just Googled it, literally just Googled it you know, sumo outside of Japan. And then found out there's this whole world, you know, hmm. it was, it blew my mind, which it always blows everybody's mind. Like, you know, people think sumo, okay, you know, they're, oh, but you're not Japanese or, oh, you're not big. Like, and found out that there's international sumo and I, there's, there's weight classes and, and Los Angeles has one of the biggest teams. And, and so I, I told my wife, I was like, yo, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to, I'm doing this. I was like, I'm going to the, I'm going to practice. And at the time they were in like North Hollywood. And I just went, I went to my first practice and there was Yamasan and Takeshi and Andrew and like a couple other people uh, like, uh, you know, uh, John Toigo. I don't know if you ever, you, maybe yeah, yeah, you met John Toigo, mm -hmm. but, and we just were like, I was like, this is a shit. This is it. Like I had, I had, like I went to one practice and got hooked ever since. And I'm like, I want to learn. And it was just really, um, I don't know, fate. You know, I guess fate brought me to that place because, you know, I don't think anybody in the U.S. at the time was really learning on that level from former pros. Yeah. Like he, you know, and, and Yamasan saw something in me. Like, I was like, no, I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it a hundred percent. And I was, you know, and he really pushed, pushed me. He was like, okay, you're small. That's fine. And at the time the LA team was all big dudes. It was imagine like 10 of Darius's and then my little ass and, and Andrew. Yeah. And so that, I got my ass kicked for almost a year with these dudes. Like it was just over and over, but I kept coming back. I was like, boom, kept coming back, kept coming back. 
I was like, I like, I'm going to figure out how to beat big dudes. And I think it was that foundation that really helped me like get through some shit. Like, and like learn my, like, I don't know, Inho style. I call it, like, that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of Inho just cause he's a small dude and nobody ever expects it of him. And so I like, and I feel him cause I was that dude. I was a little dude trying to figure out how to move, you know, a Darius around. You know? yeah. and, and it was like, and I just got my ass whooped for like months. Yeah. And but- then started to figure out my style. And then Yamasan, you know, was like, okay, now I'm going to teach you. And then he started really like, okay. Cha- and luckily, I, you know, I understand like I'm kind of intermediate with Japanese. And so he started teaching me in Japanese, like, okay, no move your arm like this and move this way and blah, blah, blah. And so that helped yeah. me set the foundation. That's, that's something that Danny of um, Avila said when we were talking to him about, about Yama and those guys that like, they, it takes a minute for them to really take you seriously. And like, once yeah. you, once they're, they're you not just going to give you shit. No, they got to watch you, observe you and see if you're ready and then when they say shit, and there's some arrogant dudes that come in and, you know, he, Yama-san might say something, but they might be, oh, okay, okay, okay. But every word that Yama-san or Takeshi says is, is gold. It yeah. is gold. When they actually want, when, and that's, man, that's Japanese, mm, Japanese mentality of thing. They're not going to waste their energy of saying something if they think it's not going to sink in. Yeah. And so they, they might start talking. And if you want to, you know, pull your arrogant American ways of things, then they're just <laughs> going to pull back and let you just keep making your mistakes. But if they see something in you and you respect that, they can take you light years ahead. Yeah. yeah. Light years ahead, dude. Yeah, I just remember. You got, it has to start with the respect, you know. Yeah. That's it. For sure. I mean, I remember the first time I met you at the um, 2018 U.S. Open, you were kind of in the zone. But the next yeah, time I actually really got like. to talk to you um, was at the 2018 Georgia Sumo Open. And, um, you know, you were backstage and, and you know, you asked me to do Butsukati Gecko with you. So I'm just like, oh, here's, you know, Justin, he's this little guy. So I was, I was just like, yeah, I'll just get in this position and have him charge at me. But then when you hit me, I was like, man, this guy has some, he has some oomph to him, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's a solid foundation. I mean, it, I, I, all the lightweights I have in my club, I always direct them to watch your stuff because I do think you're like one of the guys um, in the lightweight division. I mean, cause you just, you do stuff that I don't see other lightweights do. And they, like, when you come into your tachiya, you're nice and strong. You have good form, you know. So, I, I really, really respect that. And, you appreciate know, just what that. you were saying from Yama and anything, it just makes sense, you know. You were taught by Yeah, when you're the, guys. the tiniest dude on the team, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to prove, you know, I got to hit, I got to be like, okay. You know, because seriously, uh What's his name? Uh, Osono Rashi, hmm. the like former former pro, the Egyptian former pro. All these guys, like the fact that I was on a team that where that you know former pros would just come at random to just 
just hang out or 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 like if they saw something in you then they jump in like oh this gets me excited like they want to they want to like actually get in the ring with you i you know you got to show them something and and to be the you know to be you know one of the small dudes you know it 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 man it, it like pushed me that much further and and it sucks that that you know we don't have enough of that spread across the US. Yeah, right. It's uh, LA, you know, these guys once they, you know once they they finish their their pro status a lot of the time, you know, in Los Angeles this that's the one place that they can get that can they can do commercials, they can do all the stuff that helps them uh yeah, dude. So, you know, there was a lot to prove being a small guy uh, yeah. with a lot of big pros that just just came through at practice. So the LAT, you know, and I wish that, you know, as this thing becomes an Olympic sport, I really wish that uh, there was a way for them to, you know, pay their bills, but actually visit different, you know, different, uh, different groups. Like, like, you know, especially Ohio, you know, the Ohio sumo, uh, Appalachian sumo, um, Florida sumo, like they, these guys, I, I, I wish there was a way that the U.S. government could understand the importance of the sport and where the sport is going because we're behind the curve. Yeah. We're behind it. When you look at, when you look at Russia, when you look at shit, Look! Look at Egypt. Look at the Egyptian team. Look yeah. like and you know just from the just from the last uh, the last uh, nat, um, uh, worlds. The, at, you look at Bra the Brazilian team. You look at the Ukrainian team. You look at the Mongolian team. They know what's coming. And if you're not if we're not preparing now, and if we don't even if we don't start getting younger you know younger like high school kids into sumo, mm, yeah, to be able to build up those skills, we're gonna look like you know like it's like the U.S. the U.S. basketball team versus I don't know Portugal or something or or or, 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 or I don't know like Pick Norway a country <laughs> that's not you know the U.S. in in basketball yeah I, I don't know. I, but I'm just saying that because it the sport is ingrained into a youth culture where their muscle memory takes the sport the the muscle memory you know at that age takes a sport like you know leaps and bounds oh yeah and I follow the I follow the Russian Instagram I follow you know the Rus the Russian uh, sumo Instagram I follow the Ukrainian uh, sumo Instagram and they've got youth league. They got they got young kids already starting sumo. And I mean, these kids are killing it. Yeah. All of you, Constantine's Constantine's you know brother Georgie, Constantine's other brother Ignat. Like, you're talking about 18, 20, and then and and then Constantine's our age. You know, and, and but they were coming up, and they're just they're prodigies of of this sport. Yeah. And they're gonna continue to be the Michael Jordan of this sport if we just continue to not know that sumo is a is a thing yeah well that's and that's been you know at ohio sumo that's been one of our i mean pretty much from from the 
time that Darius and I started talking and, and had our first practice, uh, we've been talking about youth sumo. I mean, yeah. pretty much from the beginning, because it's like, if we can't have... That's, that's yeah, it. If we can't have you, if we don't have youth wrestlers, we're never going to compete at a level. I mean, you know, I, this is what I always say. I've said it on the podcast before, but like, if I have a personal goal, my personal goal, I, I'm not going to win a gold medal. I, I just, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but who knows? But, but still, but the, my goal, the, the, yeah, but my goal is to, at that age and their muscle, like their, you teach them something, their muscle memory and their, their learning curve is insane. Yeah. At, you know, they're in their teens and then they become, they become a pro in their twenties. And that's my shit. hope. That's my hope is like, if, if I have anything to contribute to the sport, I want it to be, I want there to be longevity to my contribution. You know, I don't want to just be like, Oh, I wrestled a little bit. Like I want to say, yeah, I wrestled. And, and Darius and I, we, we got this youth program. You established something in the Midwest. Yeah. 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 We got something going and we can look back there on should, it and be proud of so it. There should be more than just Kenna. Yeah. Kenna, I mean, God, I, God bless him. Kenna is the only person bringing us youth to the Hakuho cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're Hakuho, all, white. he has, a, he has, a, he has a tournament. Anybody can come. Anybody can come. Yeah. You just need to have a team, you know, a team. I don't know what the, the minimum number is. Have some youth fill out the forms and send these kids to Japan. Like, like the, like, they, like you can have Ohio kids seeing another part of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, just as, you know, and, and then, and then waking their mind up to saying, wow, these, these guys are good. Like, and being able to, un, being able to compete. This is the only chance, the Hakuho Cup is the only chance where youth can actually compete with top-notch international level and then understand that at an early age, like understand what they have to do to beat them at an, at an international level. Yeah. That's, our, that's, you know, whether it's, you know, Ohio sumo, whether it's dark circle sumo, whether, whether it's, you know, Florida, all of us, you know, we're at, we're at, a, you know, you know, it sucks that time is what it is, but we're at our, you know, we're at, we're good, you know, we're going to compete until our bodies fall off, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's, but I'm trying to think of the future. I know that, you know, now, now moving from Los Angeles to Texas, I'm like, Texas got some big ass kids. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everything's big Texas. these kids, these kids, they only go on one, they go on like, you know, they go on one track, the big kids, they go on one track and the track is football. Fine. You know, but I like my goal in living here in Texas is to help the, you know, help these bigger kids understand that you don't just have to be, you know, a linebacker, you know, you don't have to be on the line in football. You can make it. You can become an Olympic athlete. You can be, you know, you can see the world, all this other stuff through a sport that nobody, you know, nobody else is competing in. And you like, like, because it's so small, you, you know, you would be a, a, if I can find just some, like, just like a, like a scout for, for football, if I can find that kid, it's like, whoa, okay. You know, like the, like, uh, Florida sumo has Jordan, you know, that Jordan Sykes kid 
that kid's a future. He's like 16. Yeah. He's like and with And with he's going and he's going toe to toe with Robert, you know, and he's people killing it. Yeah. I don't care if he wins or loses. Like I'm I watched him at Nationals and I was like, okay. Can <laughs> yeah. each state have a Jordan Sykes? And, and you know, and and you know, I, I would kill to have that kid on my yeah. team. Heck yeah. Yeah. So it's like, a, you know, if I had the backing or whatever to be, you know, to be an actual, like a, a now I understand what scouts do, you know, and you see the talent and you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Okay. I need, like, I will pay, you know, if somebody had the money, I would pay to bring you on to Dark Circle Sumo so that you, you know, to, to have a 16, a 16 year old like him. <laughs> oh man, bro. Now going in that direction, what was that transition like from being, you know, just um, on the team in LA and, you know, refining yourself to now moving to Austin, building a team and, and now having to be a teacher and teaching others? It, it has been rewarding. It has been, it's a new thing for me because in my mind, being on the LA team with all these bigger, greater guys, you know, like, uh, you know, it was, I was just always just a, just a little lightweight. And I just wanted to prove myself with all these bigger guys. And, and I, I, I was, it was always, for me, it was just like, you know, how to improve me. And constantly, you know, it was just about me. Like it was just a selfish thing. And I'm like, I'm gonna prove myself to these, you know, these big dudes. Like I deserve to be here, and I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna beat some ass, you know. And, and that was a younger, for me, that was a younger way of thinking. And I have a team now. It weirds me the fuck out to that you know they call me coach and stuff and or or senpai or you know whatever they either call me coach or senpai and and all I did was take the teachings of what what I knew from jujitsu and judo and the teachings of what I've learned from sumo and I'm trying to make this hybrid with my team. So that they have these this hybrid of judo, like you know, judokin takedowns, but also you know, and and I'm like, wow, this is like, this is like my thing now, and I'm you know, I'm more excited in tournaments at coaching and watch like watching my you know the, like the things that I'm that like. It's hard, it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. You're more excited watching them be successful yeah. than, than your own success. I'm like, okay, okay, I gotta do my thing. I, gotta, I do my thing, boom, boom, boom. But then I'm like like razor sharp because I know, I know each one of them. I know them. You know, I know like Sam, Eros, Ben, uh, my new guy, my new lightweight Will, like all, all of them. I know their styles and I know what they're good at. And I try to hone in on that. And it's almost like, it's just a weird 
I guess you know this this last uh, nationals. It's a it's a more rewarding high than even my own win. Yeah, I get like I like explode with excitement watching what I have taught them. Like and 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 I'm teaching them from my own mistakes. Sure. You know what I mean? Like going, you know, going to nationals and going and having the privilege of going to worlds and thank God I got to go to worlds in Taiwan and see the level that, you know, that, that America needs to be on. And so I got to be able to say, all right, I fucked up. You know, I fucked up on my first match that, you know, and, and that ate me, you know, that really killed me, but it also fueled the fire because I've watched those tapes. I literally watched the entire, like I watched the entire Taiwan uh, 2018 world probably 20 times. Probably about 20 times to look at every single person. I watched the US Open 10, at least 10 times. But I, I mean, I was really obsessed with, with the Taiwan because I was there, but it was, but I wanted to see why are the all the top people, why are they so great? Hmm. Yeah. What did I do wrong? What did this person do wrong? What did that person do wrong? And it it just this this thing of uh this this new this new weight of 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 responsibility is a new thing for me and you know and i guess yeah, as i'm getting older and stuff or whatever like it's uh but it's a it's a beautiful thing and i understand why how people become coaches and stuff and and why they do what they do and and to see the effort that you put in what what you know the like what comes out of it and the fact that you know if i'm coaching them and telling you know telling them you know get inside get the belt blah 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 and they actually do it and they pull a win and they're like thank you like thank you like i like i literally i heard you and because i could see it and i wish i had somebody you know with a bird's eye view to see my match and say what am i doing wrong in this fraction of a second and, and to pull a win. And I'm yelling my heart out. Like I'm, you know, in 2019, you know, in, in or, or I'm sorry, this, the, the, la- yeah, what year are we at? Yeah. 2020. I don't know. The last, 2020 the last- was a blur. Yeah. But this last, this last nationals, I was like yelling, like I lost my voice. <laughs> we heard <at> nationals. <laughs> I lost my voice. One of the because great- I was right there for them. And it's cool that they knew that I was right there for them. Yeah. They yeah. did exactly what I was yelling because I saw it and they did it and they won and it worked. <laughs> and so I, you know, I just, I want to, it's a cool thing, dude. Well, the it's great thing about the great thing. thing about you and, and your energy with it is that, I mean, uh, so there's a, a match of mine that, um, that I'm, I'm fairly proud of. I lost the match, but I felt like I hung in there against Shane from Appalachian Sumo. I think he's from Appalachian Sumo. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you watch that video, your voice, you're just yelling at me the whole time. And you're like, you're like, come on, Jay, circle him out, come on. And you're like, you knew yeah. what was going on. And, uh, and I heard you, I heard you in the ring, you know, so, and I was trying, he just wasn't letting me move. <laughs> and uh, but, It's a high, know, dude, like, this is my you, next, 
that's your passion Dang. though. Like you're, you're so, I think that's why, I mean, from the first time I met you, you were, you were, you were coaching, coaching me, this new guy trying to give me some insight. And, uh, and then, you know, even at nationals, it's not just people on your team that you're excited for. You're excited really. I mean, you're excited for everyone that's there. Yeah. When I see <laughs> something, when I see like an opening that, that can happen, I don't know. Like it's a, it's it's this new thing, dude. Like I never used, I would, you know, before I had a team, you would have never heard me, you know, yelling unless I knew you or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, what, you know, like do what, you know, do what you do, whatever. Yeah. But it makes me more excited to like, you know, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a, the, the dudes watching sports saying, oh man, you know, I don't know, catch the football or whatever. I don't know, whatever. I, 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 when you can see how talented someone can be and then see all you got to do, like, cause in, you know, like, like us, we're, I mean, we're all, we all fight, you know? And so in, like in the match, sometimes you might not see something that's there. Yeah. And, and it's like, dude, all you got to do is put your, you know, is, is, move your hand over and then get and 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 get under the guy or some some little some little thing that will change the match and yeah. you know the fact that i'm right there with you and instead of some dude who's like monday night quarterback and saying ah a guy had to do this and that if i can say to you move your hand here grab his belt or do this and that and change the out course of the, of a match. That's cool. That's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, cause, cause you, you may not see it. You may not see it cause yeah. you're in the heat of it. Happens all, if it you happens can hear, all if you can hear me and, and you actually do it and then win. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. That's like, that's, <laughs> I, I that's, used to have, that's such a high dude. I used to have the hardest time, you know, when you're in there and, uh, I, to, so so today's practice that we we had practice this morning or this afternoon and uh i feel like i'm kind of getting my rhythm back a little bit i had a couple really awful practices but um but you do like early on like i would get in there and then it would almost be like it's almost like a blur like you just can't yeah. i mean which it, it is so you fast. get in the zone in the bubble but yeah the you're like i'm like well i need to be on his belt well that might not be the best thing but that's kind of where your brain goes it's like well i need to get down there and get a hold or whatever and you might miss three different opportunities on the way there <laughs> that, yeah. you know and but you you're just not thinking about that stuff and then you yeah, watch yeah, the video yeah, yeah. and you're like well crap. and, and the, <laughs> but the cool thing about our sport is that it's not like judo where oh i made a mistake and then you get to reset yeah uh like I like our sport because it, it it's it's kind of a mirror image of life. There's no resetting in life. There's no uh, you know like your choices that you make determine the outcome of like you know of life or death sometimes. Yeah. And I, I, that's a cool thing about sumo. You have to make fraction of a second choices to determine the outcome. Yeah. There's no, oh, you know, like, you know, and I, again, as, as, you know, a person who used to do uh, jujitsu and, uh, and judo, I may have, you know, in jujitsu, I may have made a mistake 
in the beginning of a match, but I can figure I can like I have enough time and resets and all this stuff. I have enough time to 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 think and figure out something else. It's a slower chess. Uh, um, it's a slower chess match. Yeah. Sumo is speed chess, and every move on the board determines whether you live or die. Yeah. And that's that's a fucking that's like a that's a like pick a sport that 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 does that. Yeah. You can't tell me like boxing. I got twelve rounds to figure something out. Either I got endurance, or I got, or I'm gonna I'm gonna power him through in the first three rounds, or I got endurance to let him you know gas out and take a few punches and figure something out. Yeah. Jujitsu, you know, say all every every other fighting sport has things that allow you to make a mistake and come back from it. Sumo does not. And it, it is, it is, it is, you need to make all the right decisions in fractions of seconds. Yeah. Or it's, or you're done. You know, yeah. if it, you know, if it's double elimination, okay, great. You lost that one figure it in the like the only you know the only thing that that allow you know that allows you a little bit of leeway is double elimination yeah but in a match and and it's cool because people like i play sumo at uh at the place that i that i work uh at texas socket and people are like well well how many rounds is it nah <laughs> no, there's no rounds there's no rounds there's no resets yeah you yeah, you you know you win or you lose. That's it. Yeah. That's life too. Yeah. You and don't if, get resets in life. You don't go, ah, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can get a reset and then I can uh, like, okay, I figure something out. You need to figure that shit out as life is happening like that. And that and that's a that's a cool ass thing to, about the sport. Yeah. Well you can't find I mean, another sport where you where you where it's like my one mistake costs me everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's life. One yeah. mistake costs you everything in life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You got any more? You got a question? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you looked like you were about to ask one. I didn't want to over, I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, I mean, and so with all this talk about coaching and, and, and what have you, you know, I mean, your, your team came out and did it, man. I mean, that was a heck of a debut by you and your guys. And now we got to do it again because 2020 didn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I remember you know um, you guys were you know you had a you had a good squad there. You had um, you know pretty much all newcomers, uh, you know basically, and to take home the hardware like you guys did um, was just really impressive. And you know we were uh, we were pretty like with the Ohio guys, you know, we, we got there and, uh, we had high hopes, I think, you know, and, and we had new guys too. And, and it was my first, it was my first, uh, nationals. Um, you know, we had a lot more high hopes for Darius, but unfortunately that, that nagging ankle. I did too. Yeah. I did yeah. too, sir. <laughs> yeah. I know he came up to me. Yeah. Was, and I do like... really appreciate that, man. Yeah. He, you came up to me and was like, man, we need to win these golds. <laughs> Come on. 
But um, one of it, that was like, shit. Yeah, but we had Wes. You know, Wes finished fourth, um, brand new guy. And and uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, we, you know, it, it's fun. It's cool that that new people can come into the sport. You get new blood in the sport, and and suddenly the tables turn, you know, like yeah. you get just like one guy who, who has put in the time and put in the work. And then all of a sudden, like the guys you think are like, Oh, this guy's, you know, a shoe in or this guy's whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, what, here comes a dark horse, you know, he's going to catch you. <laughs> um, yep. So it, it, I think, um, but I think that's also, that's cool right now, but I think it's also the, it's also the same, I don't want to say this. It's also the result of what we've just been talking about, which is we don't, new guys can come in and, and play and, you know, kind of, kind of run, you know, play the tables, run the tables or whatever in ways that you couldn't in other sports, because we were not quite there yet. If, if that, you know, kind of what we're talking about, about like being more competitive on the world stage. Um, yes. And I mean, again, it's still, it's still, a, you know, it's an obscure sport, but I think my goal is my goal in the South right now. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm, I live in Texas. I'm trying to, you know, dominate, you know, and dominate, what this looks like here in the south yeah and but at but to to it my goal is twofold one is to reach out to other uh, other sports which you know my my buddy derek in you know in jiu-jitsu uh he's got huge influence in the jiu-jitsu world uh, which is why I moved. I moved the Consulates Cup from that ballroom, which you know is just like a neutral zone, to his location because I'm like, yo, I mean, he's a, he's got a huge place, huge, yeah. huge place, and I love that he had the same amount of room that I, you know, the, from you know that that the ballroom had, but at the same time, you get the advantage of reaching out to the jujitsu world. Yeah. So I like again. My goal is twofold: one, to make to, to make sure that uh, Americans know that sumo is a sport outside of Japan, yeah. and that you could be a you could be a rep, and, but and and to to know that whatever your you know your core discipline is, you can um, transfer that. Yeah. And then, and then understand that, that, you know, it, you might have an advantage if you're a jujitsu guy, if you're a judo guy, if you're a sambo guy or a wrestler guy. And I wanted to make it very clear to people in the South that sumo is a, you know, sumo is a sport outside of Japan. There are weight classes. And that there are men and women. Yeah, that is that is you know that's for me and my you know that's pillar number one. Yeah, I need I just need human I need I need Americans or people outside of Japan to know that 
those three things exist. Yeah. Because every, you got, you know, as well as I do, every single person that you talk to has those three questions. Yep. Well, damn. Uh, well, maybe not you, Darius, but you, <laughs> sir. Like, you know, wow, you, you're too small to be a, a, a sumo wrestler. Yep. Every time. Okay. Check hey, one. There is, there is, you know, there is sumo outside of Japan and there are weight classes. Oh, well. You know, oh, is sumo just for men or whatever it is now? Like, you know, and my daughter's a big girl. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, awesome. Your daughter's a big girl. Hey, that's awesome. And actually, sumo is for, you know, is for men and women. And and that, and the fact that you don't have to be Japanese to be, you know, to, to actually wrestle. Yeah. Constantly. Those are the same things that happen over and over I said, you know, and luckily I, I work at a at at a, a sake brewery, and so I get a bunch of you know a bunch of Texans who ask me the I, I came up with these three things because it was literally the same three things that fucking every time they kept asking me, <laughs> yeah, every single time. Well, how are you a national a national champion? Like, man, you don't look like a sumo wrestler. Okay, okay, cool, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. all right, bro. Like, let me tell you, you know, the sumo is outside of number one, it's outside of Japan, it's international, it's in over 40 plus countries. There are, you know, there are four weight classes, there are men and women. There you Constantly, go. I tell, and because I use Texas Sake as a, as a place to advertise sumo, because while every other sport, you know, every other bar or whatever is playing football or baseball, I like, you know, I tell the owner, the owners of the company, I'm just like, no, I'm playing sumo, like all day, every day, and and every single person that walks in there is like, holy shit, there's women doing sumo, like da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let me tell you, like, I'm like, I feel like I'm like an evangelist for sumo. <laughs> like seriously, I'm just preach like, it, brother, preach let it. me tell you about these. Hallelujah. <laughs> let me tell you about the book of sumo. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm constantly in the, and they lose their mind. And the cool thing, once they get past, once they get past the, uh, the stigma of it, well, I thought sumo was, you know, a bunch of fat guys in Japan. And they and I let them watch that shit on the screen. They're hooked. They're like yeah. they're getting excited. They're watching women. They're watching lightweights. They're watching middleweights. They're watching everybody, and they're getting hooked watching sumo while they're drinking sake at my bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and, oh, that's all it takes. Just break those break those three stigmas between you know, hang out with some people. And that's I would probably implore anybody to just you know. Yo, hang out with some people. Don't put on Monday Night Football. Don't put on baseball. Put on put on some more our sumo matches, and I like I guarantee you, people like you you can't help but get excited about it. Yeah. You see some people, you know, you see like a a smaller guy, a smaller guy actually take down a big guy. You're like, Whoa, <laughs> that was dope. There's like, I never thought I'd actually sit and enjoy sumo. I got him. Got him. Yeah, they're coming That's, back and they're coming back and hanging out and you know. So in any city, that should happen. 
Yeah. We have to be evan you know, we have to be those, you know, weird evangelists of our sport. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and I you know, I I I've kind of got to the point where I just it's what I do, it's something I do, and I just tell people about it, you know? And I'm just yeah. like I'm just like, yeah, I sumo wrestle. And they always say those man, things, tell same me, things. Hey, let's grab a beer. Like, I don't know, hanging you know, hanging out in your basement and go like like let's hang out, let's drink some beer and watch some sumo. Yeah. Whenever a boss show is on, show show them and of course and then tell them the simple rules of sumo, you know, like, okay, well, okay, this guy is a Yokozuna, you know, tell it, you know, tell them once you tell them the simple rules of it and who people are and and once they know like okay how somebody can lose or win let nature take its course yeah <laughs> and it's and p and i guarantee every single that's how i got sam yeah sam my my light heavy we were sitting at the bar drinking you know drinking sake and i taught and i showed him sumo and he he was like wait this is a sport and he was, I was like, yeah. And I actually have practices on Sundays at this time. And then he came and, you know, six months later, he's, a, you know, the national lightweight champion. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a sport. That, it's not curling. It's not, you know, rhythm dancing. The sport is dope. Like, it's an easy <laughs> sport for Americans to get into. It's dope as shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to advertise that much. You just got to let them know that you know. You just got to break their little mold of things, thinking like, "No, you're an e Honda guy," or this is <laughs> yeah. that. You now, know what I'm saying? Now, kind of on on that vein of, of advertising the sport and and whatnot, um, you know, this is something that I think, uh, and and you probably know this because you're on the on the trustees, you know, but um, but you know, Ed is always like, wow, you know, the, the growth and, and, you know, what are you guys doing? And like, he's always, you know, curious to know about that stuff. You know, for us, it was, it was social media and word of mouth. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think probably more so word of mouth than anything. Yeah. Um, guys just being like guys that were already in the club, like talking to their buddy that, you know, like, um, one guy that came to us uh, was uh, Cameron. Cameron was already sumo wrestling, and he had trained with Biamba. And, oh, shit. Yeah, and so Cameron already kind of had that under his belt, as it were. And so then he brought, he brought his buddy from LARPing, <laughs> uh, this kid named Austin. Austin now is like a beast. He's like, he comes to every practice, and he's just like, he he's really honed in and, and now he's a great wrestler and, Holy shit. and he loves it, you know? And so all the, all these people have brought people that they know and, and, uh, you know, the, the Biggs brothers, uh, from Evansville, yep. they've started coming. Well, they got their little brother. They were like, yeah, I'm watching you, dude, you he's... guys, Ohio Super, I'm watching you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching you. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> well, every, and I, every I Instagram post, I'm like, God damn, they're growing. <laughs> well, well, at, yeah. so as of right now, we have, as of right now, we have about 12 guys that are pretty regular. Um, but I, I dude, ask... if I had 12, if I had 12 fucking 
titan ass beast like god damn it. <laughs> well i'm i not I'm, i mean i'm not trying to like toot our horn here but i about no, toot your horn bro <laughs> toot your horn bro <laughs> but please do because i watch you <laughs> i i was gonna ask you you know and and you kind of i guess you have kind of spelled it out but like what you know what are the ways that we can break down and and really you know and really get into this and i i think one of you know one of the things that has been you know floated i i wasn't gonna i i'm not gonna like bring it up in all of its detail but but one of the things that we've been talking about um is the fact that collegiate sumo is this untouched market and there's no colleges with you know every college had i mean right if a college can have a damn uh, Quidditch team, like they can have a sumo team. They can have a sumo team. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So um, uh, that that's actually my next phase right now. I'm working with this guy named Hai, who runs the judo team at UT. Heck yeah. He's the he's the and so and Hai, like I don't want to give all my marbles away, but I'm 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 you know. I am thinking about the future. Yeah. Uh, and the fact I'm trying to figure out a way to, you know, incorporate judo, uh, um, uh, sumo into, you know, into that, uh, into the judo team. Because I mean, it, it, you know, when you really, when you look at martial arts history, all of it was born out of sumo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of it, sumo was just like, was just the you know it was like a it was a combat training for samurai out of sumo came out of sumo came jitsu which it wasn't called jiu-jitsu at the time it was jitsu like j-u-t-i-s-u and then out of and then and jitsu just means combat fighting and and then out of that came jiu-jitsu and then when when you know when when uh after the tokugawa era I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a history buff. I'm a nerd about history stuff. But out of after the Tokugawa era and people stopped actually killing each other, you had, you know, then people wanted, you know, there was a guy, named, I think it was like Kinda-san or whatever, who branched off and wanted to make the core of, of Jutsu, uh, uh, you know, marketable. Like, oh, I'm not trying to kill you. It became a sport and created Judo. And judo branched off, branched out of that. Aikido branched by happenstance because I think I think the founder of Aikido was uh, the the founder of Aikido was too small to become a sumo wrestler. His father wanted to be and wanted him to become a sumo wrestler, and but yet, uh, but he was too small, so he actually created a style of you know called Aikido out of out of that, and and that branched off. And there's yeah. actually. When you say, you know, then, you know, there's do, the the word D-O, like do, like kindo, aikido, and stuff like that. It's like the, like the way. And that is, you know, that that's kind of like helping to, like it's a thing of conquering yourself. And then jutsu is always conquering your opponent. So there's aikido and there's, a, there's aikijutsu. There's kindo and there's, and there's kinjutsu. There's, there's like all these, there's two branches of thought that were born 
all of that was born out of the roots of sumo. Yeah. And that, I mean, that I can, you know, we can go into some nerd history stuff and whatever, but all of like the, 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 the raw form was all born out of sumo. Yeah. For judo and jujitsu. And these guys can debate on who did what first and whatever. Once, once jujitsu actually became jujitsu and judo became judo and and then it branched out because there's even like an okinawan form called like tegumi which uh there's like tegumi and there's okinawan sumo and all but all that was kind of like happened simultaneously but it's still it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where jiu-jitsu and judo branched out to it still actually came back to sumo yeah yeah and i always have to tell my guys they're like Oh, that that reminds me a lot of a judo move. I'm like, well, yeah, that came and and a lot of dude, a lot of the the, you know the terminology from sumo is actually in you know in judo and jujitsu. Like it's the the different takedowns, it's the same. Yeah. So so you feel like you can really you feel like you can kind of incorporate that into the already existing. Uh, well, I'm I'm saying we can all I'm saying we can all coexist, and I love that I love that uh, the guy that I'm doing the tournament with, uh, this guy Derek, he understands that. Yeah. Because a lot of people in the in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world are so close, uh, they're so closed off and so close-minded. They only like they won't do anything outside of that. Yeah, and that's coming from the jiu-jitsu world. I understand. I, I I've seen it. I know it. I, and and it's 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 annoying because everything's always ev- you know evolving. And yes, the jiu-jitsu style did evolve over. Like the Brazilian jiu-jitsu style evolved over time over flaws that came from jutsu, jiu-jitsu judo and then in and then and then in the 1914s you know from 1914 on into brazilian jiu-jitsu yes they have they have they have perfected the ground style but you can all like like you can always learn something from someone else's style and it's a cool thing that derek has actually been open to it and he understands the philosophy of martial arts in general to be able to you know we had a deep talk about stuff and 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 he understood that and i was really that was really cool that he was really open and understood the roots of of his style and and you know and and uh like sumo being at the root of that and sumo Sumo being a neutral ground and almost like a almost like a coming home for other for other styles. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that I do hope that the Judokin guys, you know, take that on. We you know, they're they they're kind of they're curious about it. Because there's no right now COVID has COVID has really helped Consulates Cup. Yeah. I thought it was it was a hindrance, but it's actually an advantage. Because it's allowed them, they don't, you know, there's no judo tournaments, there's no jujitsu tournaments. This has allowed them an arena 
to test their their styles in a in a thing that they've that uh, that isn't within their bubble. Yeah. But it's also, but secretly, it's a thing that has allowed people to come together. Yeah. I, I'm super happy about that shit. You know, so, I mean, there's dudes, there's dudes coming out the woodworks, like from, you know, from all different styles. And I'm super excited because, and I'm going to probably, you know, I'm probably going to say it at, you know, at Consulates Cup because, you know, it's, it's a, it's a way for, my, Finally, martial arts gets to, quite you know all of you know they have all their little tournaments, but all of that gets quiet down, and now they get to come together, and now we can actually realize that we're all part of the same family and and kind of thing. So I, mean, I am going to probably say something about the root, you know, the roots of sumo, and that we are you know we're all part you know branches of the same tree kind of thing, and let's you know let like this sumo can now be, you know where we can compete together without the politics. Yeah. That's I guess. And that's very uh, simple rules. <laughs> sure, yeah. The the consoles cup, speaking of that, um, we should probably plug it uh and, and say <laughs> Yeah. Um so so the consulates cup is something you've been working on for quite a while now. And yeah. Yeah. it really looks I mean I I really wish I'm going to, I'm going to break the news to Justin. Now <laughs> I can't make it, but I, Damn but it. I, I know I, I just crushed his soul. Um, <laughs> you're, you did every person that can't come crushes my soul. That, that but we, we are sending some guys. Uh, okay. And oh. we'll, announce, we'll announce that team when we know for sure who's who's going. Ooh, but, uh, I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but you've been working on this, and man, I gotta say, like it looks, it looks legit. <laughs> like you, you've got these. Great... It, it, it's definitely gonna be legit, and just based off of what I just, you know, what we just talked about, it is, it is received. My goal has been to reach beyond our, you know, our core, our core friends, and and everybody yeah. in the sumo community, mm-hmm. and because of that, those 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 core values of even educating judokins and and jujitsu guys, you know, about their history. Yeah. Understand that that all of that came from from sumo. Yeah, and I'm not, and that's not a bragging thing. That that's saying that saying that this is now you're you know you're coming back to the motherland of of Japanese martial arts. Yeah, and and you're and now you're you're competing for the pride of your you know of of that you know that thing and what has been evolved out of what has been evolved out of sumo. If you win, that becomes a, that's a pride for what you know for what your section is or whatever and it's a cool thing and 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 derek understands that uh you know dark uh dark clan it's kind of cool that you know we're dark circle sumo and they're dark clan fight lab so like we're like the dark houses like we're it's just kind of like you know like sith lords coming together kind of thing (laughs) yes yes like (laughs) fucking darth vader and you know darth maul kind of shit like you know we're just like let's make a tournament like we're all (laughs) jedi and fucking you know 
too nerdy with it, but the aesthetic though, the aesthetic is great. I mean, you like, I, I think what's going to help and this isn't, I, I'm not trying like when I say this, I'm not singling any, any one person out or singling a tournament out, but like the, the thing that's going to make our sport even better is when the aesthetics are like, Whoa, like when you see those dark, when you see those consulate cup trophies, yeah, you're like dang, I want to put that on my mantle, <laughs> you know. And you're well, like, and see, I, I mean, I, you know, for 15 years, I came, you know, I was in the uh, uh, the apparel industry, so I designed, I designed apparel and five years of footwear design and stuff, and and brand, uh, so design and branding is my background. Yeah, and, and you can tell, and you can tell because of, of what you've done with Dark Circle that that and like create basic but i'm you know dark circle itself is you know i'm trying to create a brand about it and yeah. when you create a brand about it it also makes it like it makes us look legit yeah mm -hmm. our yeah. sport you know our sport is legit and uh, like people need to get enticed by that people are on the internet all the time now great so you want to make you know you want people who aren't in the club want to be you know want to be part of it you know yeah. and be want to like oh shit like that like you said like that looks like something i want to do like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and, and so i'm doing my part from what i know you know from from my personal background in making our sport look really good to in to outsiders yeah I want them to say I. I don't want them, you know, because every all the videos that I've you know that I've seen and researched from the from the you know past years, other than the U.S. Open, the U.S. Open they do all their stuff in in you know in post, and so they take you know a while to kind of like make it look good and stuff. But that's like the U.S. Open is the most enticing thing that we got. Yeah. Every other tournament, it's awesome when we're together. But who the fuck, like, you know, it's, it's that thing of like, you know, picks or it didn't happen kind of thing, you know, that, that, yeah. that, you know, people need to be enticed in saying, what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, this is nice. So I, you yeah. know, I've been really trying to work on the, uh, how our sport is viewed beyond the tournaments. And so I think, I think, I might be the first, I, I don't, I don't know, don't quote me, I don't know, but we, I might be the first one to be doing a live stream of a tournament in at this level. Like I, I literally, I taught myself like Streamlabs OBS, like all this other stuff. Yeah. Like trying to, because I want to make, I want to make a live stream of a sumo event look dope. Like I yeah. want them to be, I want people to be like, Oh, this is this like you know, and like you know watching, it's not paper. You know it's not paper. Like super quality. I've spent. I've got this damn mic just to make sure that I that I sound decent and you know and, and even you know the Logitech Brio and all this other. Are you are you are you competing in this? This I am not. I'm gonna be because there's too much to do. Yeah, sure. Especially because this is a live stream focused event. Yeah. I've got double monitors and trying to make sure that like I have 
you know, on one monitor, I've got the brackets going and because the brackets will have a live feed and stuff. But I want people who are sitting at home watching it to understand that, you know, whatever, like I, I looked at every other video that I've seen and I said, and I looked at the flaws of every other video that I saw. And I said, well, people can see who's coming up in the ring. People don't understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Who's winning? They don't know okay, who, that guy who won. People are, yeah. Who like why like why is this still going on? So I, so I want to be able to have oh like almost like a you know ESPN kind of kind of feel. I don't know what ESPN whatever you want to call it like oh, uh, no, exactly. uh, yeah. you know a live feel to where when people win or lose, I can switch to the brackets and then see and you can progress you can see who is progressing to the finals. Yeah, and understand in real time what the hell I'm watching. Yeah. So and you're gonna be I wanted you're gonna be doing commentary over it too, right? I'm gonna be doing video. That's why I, I you know, blew the big bucks for this <laughs> microphone and stuff. Yeah. I'm not a great commentary. I I uh, I was hoping. Uh, I'm actually working with the uh, the two wonderful ladies of uh, Sumo Kaboom. Yeah. Um. The ideal situation was to have them physically live during the tournament to have, you know, so we can have like banter and commentary and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to figure out right now how to plug in a screen for them to, you know, to commentate on the on the tournament. Uh, but I want to, I want to. I just want to include all the civil community. So, yeah. and, and they are part, you know, they are part of it. And uh, I know that Streamlabs OBS does allow for me to bring in a zoom screen. So uh, I'm going to, y'all are learning about this as I'm learning. Like, yeah, it, yeah, we, yeah. I, I'm trying to have them uh, in the live screen or have a pre interview thing with them. And then next year have, have commentary yeah like with like with them there kind of thing like yeah, all of yeah. us just talking nobody wants to just hear my voice like i, I don't know i'd listen to you oh well, <laughs> well thank you <laughs> i'm just saying like they you know they've got a well-known voice they got the the speaking the speaking voice that yeah people like sure kind of thing. Yeah. and it'd be great ideally i would love to have the screen showing, you know, you know, me with with a sumo sumo kaboom, and then and then, and we're we're trying to reach that level. And I and I don't know that anybody's doing live, you know, live stream uh, events like that yet. Yeah. No. Well, and I I think that is the kind of stuff that's going to propel us into legitimacy. Exactly. Exactly. The random person who's just like, oh, what's this? Oh, this is entertaining as fuck. So, like, I'm, you know, that's why I got Streamlabs to be able to stream on Facebook Live, uh, YouTube Live, and Twitch because those are very different demographics. Yeah. You know, the Twitch crowd is, is you know, super young, super tech savvy. The Facebook crowd, I get all of you know, all of the old Japanese uh, community here in in Austin, which I that's why I kind of teamed up also with uh, uh, the Austin Japanese community. They're called AJC, 
Yeah. And they're trying to watch, you know, safely and live from their 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 uh, their homes, and then uh, and YouTube, of course, which you know will probably stream the clearest. So. Yeah. So. Um... So with all of that, you know, you, you, you've got all this stuff going and, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we at Ohio Sumo, we, we keep our eye on you guys too. You know, we, we follow you on the, on the grams and, on the grams. and uh, <laughs> but, uh, let's, let's talk, uh, let's switch gears and, and, uh, let's talk a little sumo, uh, a little pro sumo. Um, we always try to talk. Sweet. We always try to talk a little bit of pro sumo with with all yeah, the guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, do that. So when when you started watching in 2015, I guess. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, who 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 were you like? Who was like? Oh, that's my guy. Like he's my guy. Hadama Fuji. Yeah. yeah Hands down. Hey. Hadama Fuji. Yeah. So, that's a that's a very easy question, dude. Like yeah, he uh, was he. He was smaller, like a, a Yokozuna, you know, once I finally found out what a Yokozuna was and like, he was just, he was smaller. He had a lightning fast Tachi eye, yeah. like just insane. And it really broke my heart when, you know, the, all the, the scandal and stuff went down and stuff. Like, I was like, yo, I shed a tear. <laughs> like. I'd, I guarantee you, he would have been whooping ass. Like minus that scandal, he would have been whooping ass right now. Oh, for sure, hundred. He'd have been whooping like Hakuho's ass. You know, he'd been like, you know, Hakuho would be like, mm, my knee. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me not talk shit because because Hakuho's the shit. I mean, he's the fucking man. But right. Hakuho Fuji, that's my fucking dude. I, when I came in, when I came and like when I came in and was watching, Haruma Fuji was at you know was was fucking killing it. Uh, you know, Terano Fuji was a was a Ozeki. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I call him Belly Bump. The Belly Bump. Koto Shigiku. Yeah, yeah. Koto Shigiku was was still Ozeki, and I was like. This is amazing! Like all the all the the guys that we love, like we're just on top of the world. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I was uh I when I first watched sumo in two thousand nine, Haruma Fuji was my man. Yeah. I followed him all the way up. You know. Damn, I would have loved to have joined it at the time. Oh, it was it was uh. It was amazing watching him and, and getting to watch him win in 2014, those two consecutives um, and that match against Hakuho, which I'm sure you've watched. Oh, uh, many a time. Watching that live. Like spinning around. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I was so good. So uh, good, dude. But, I mean, young, like, sumo, like, you know, sumo pros right now and – I will say because I mean I, I do the um, uh, the USSF newsletter. I called it like oh probably almost two years ago. Asanoyama, when he first got into the pros, I looked at his stature. I looked at his uh, you know his build, and I said a bold statement. If you look back at at the newsletters. This kid is going to be the next Yokozuna. 
So I and, and me so me and uh, me and Caleb over in in uh, San Antonio, we've got this ongoing. Uh, we we actually have a, a, a sumo fantasy league, yeah. Where we you know we you know we pick different people, but it, like for Yokozuna, we all he always picks Takakesho, and I always pick uh, Asanoyama. Because we're like we're we're in like it's a long running bet that like these two like one of these two will be the first you know the the next Yokozuna, <laughs> and I know that Asanoyama is going to be the next Yokozuna, and yeah. this I mean he's just got the stature he's he can take the mantle, in in you know like probably this year, yeah I'll give it to him, I, if I, he stays the if he stays the course and looks like he's looking. That's, He's the next fucking Yokozuna, dude. That's Darius's guy. <laughs> yeah, he, you know what's up. You know what's up. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I just – he just has the goods, man. And, I mean – He looks great. Mm. Like, he, he's got the height. He doesn't – like, Takakesho's just – he's got short arms. He's just a little too – you know, too, like, I, he just doesn't have – he doesn't have the full package. Yeah. Asanoyama's got the full package to go the you know to go the distance, and you know we're starting to see all of our favorite you know all of our favorites. They're breaking you know the parts are breaking down, man. It's it's (laughs) it's it's happening. It it which is naturally happens. Shit, I'm breaking down my damn self. I get it. And when you're in your you know your thirties and beyond, it an injury just it just breaks down. I don't know, but but. This kid, you know, he's what? Asayama's 25. I think Takakesho's 26. They're neck and neck, but Asayama's got longer arms. He's taller. He's got belt game and push and pushing. Mm-hmm. Takakesho's just got pushing. Yeah. And, and he's a great pusher. He's a perfect pusher thruster. But you got to, you know, to be Yokozuna, you got to, you got to be able to maintain yourself on to against any one of these guys, a pusher thruster or a belt fighter. Yeah. And Asayama's got it. Yeah. Hands and Takakesho's got those injuries nagging him. You know, that's the yep. other thing too. Like, I just don't, I don't see him putting it together. No. Um, so. So I'll, even, even you mark my this. words, I'll be, I'll be winning this, uh, this law. <laughs> it's almost like a year and a half bet. <laughs> Nice. Well, and uh, I, I like, I like, I'd like to get your your opinion on this guy because, as a former uh, Harumafuji fan, well, I shouldn't say former, but as a as a Harumafuji fan, I'm a Harumafuji fan to this day. Yeah, <laughs> as a Harumafuji fan, um, what's what do you think about uh, Tsurutsuyoshi? Same stable. Yes, you can. And see I picked him, so I picked him uh, Tsurutsuyoshi. I picked him. Like we we've got our we've got a fantasy sumo league, yeah. So I picked him this this basho. I I usually don't pick him. I like him, but I I've never picked him until now. And his the move he pulled on Asanoyama to make sure that Tenetsuyo uh, Fuji got you know got to the finals. I was like, all right, that's bold. That's pretty badass. He's all, you know, he's Salt Bay. Like we, we, you know, we just mm-hmm. joke with, you know, he's he's we call him Salt Bay. You know, he's 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 always 
throwing like way too much salt in the <laughs> in the ring. Like, but uh, I think he's got something to prove because I think other stables are gonna try to they're gonna try to beat his ass for what he did. That that you know it was a sneak move against Asuniyama because Asuniyama was a shoe in. He was a shoe in for for that that uh, uh, you know that finals match. We pulled some sneaky shit. So <laughs> who knows? I don't know. I'm just I'm doing some crazy stuff this this basho and 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 I like him. Well, I like, I like, how, I like, I like his Yoshi. loyalty to yeah. his stable. I, I, I love like, his loyalty. To his I liked that he, as I've watched him, you know, you can see who he trained with. Like you yeah. can see flashes of Harumafuji yeah. in his sumo. So that's why it's kind of like for me, it's like watching the, you know, the protege, like, you know, uh, who took over, who's taking over now from, from, from my guy. Um, and, you know, obviously like now Fuji coming back up, you know, has just been the story of, of, you know, the comeback story of sumo, you know, it's. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, because te- now Ted and Fuji has to fight all the heavyweights. Yeah. You know, now he's he's my gosh at a one. I think he is. Yeah. He, he jumped from seventeen to one. We'll see. We'll see what he does with that knee against the he- like the you know the the real dudes. You know. So, yeah. uh I didn't bet on him this time because I want to see what he does if he can hold his own. Back with the with you know with his the guys that he used to fight with, then he's in my you know then he's in my fantasy league again. <laughs> but uh, I think it was um, you know he knows what it takes. He's been in Ozeki, so he knows what it takes. He came in as a as a my gosh seventeen and had to only fight you know my gosh does like you know lower ranking dudes. Part of me says that it was just a fluke, uh, and that he wanted something. To, I mean, or the and the passion that you know he wanted something to prove. But I'm not gonna bet on him. This yeah. this basho. We'll see if he wins, hey shit, then you know, then I, you know, then cool. But yeah. I'm not putting my money on him. Like <laughs> I, I just can't. I'm I'm hoping that he at least has a good showing. I, I think it'd be neat if he was able to re- regain his. His Ozeki rank. Uh, you know yeah. what? That would be really cool. It would be. I, you that know, would that would be like a, that'd be a very awesome story. I just need to see him. I need to see him perform sure. a second yeah. time in with with you know you know all his first like first you know five to seven matches with big you know big with dudes. the dudes that yeah. are you know that are up there. You know, we don't really have Yokozuna's right now, but yeah, you know. I think I think have, had Terano Fuji not gotten that injury, I think he'd be Yokozuna. Yeah, I, I think. But he, I think he could have. Such is life. Such is life. There you go. Your yeah. your analogy earlier. <laughs> yeah, but um, so kind of kind of uh, I guess kind of wrapping. It seems like we've covered a lot of ground. Um, well, I do have one other guy. If you're a Hanamafuji fan, okay, um, he just getting his debut in the top division. His whole show to you, 
Um, also showing yep. nephew. Yeah, he shows me. I, th I think he could. I'm curious about him. Wish. My 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 yeah. my pick for the uh, my gosh at a ten through seventeen was Toby Ozon. I think or to Toby Toby Zadu. I think it's like, yeah, Toby Zadu. Like it, just because like I watched him in Jurio and I was like, oh snap, this kid is like pretty dope. So I went for a wild card. I was I like he's a, like he's not that much of a wild card. I just I picked him because I saw his performance in Jurio. So mm -hmm. Toby Toby Zadu, yeah, like I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at him to be like, all right, he might he might hold his own kind of thing. Thank you. Yeah. So I I like I didn't try to analyze too much in my fantasy league pick of him or in, in that category. I just I based off of what I saw and now he's in the top ranks and let's see if he gets nervous or if he just or if he, you know, if he loves the spotlight. And the so, guy and the guy with the most fun name to say. Wakataka Kagai. Wakataka Kagai. Dude, he, dude, he, wait, I think, actually, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Let me look at, let me look back at my picks. I <laughs> feel you? like I picked him. Hold on a second. I feel like I picked him for my, because he moved up my gosh, uh, between one and, or five and ten. Yeah, right? yeah, he he went he went ten and five, um, and he was a Magashira fourteen, and now he's up at Magashira eight. Yep, I picked him. Heck yeah, I I picked him, and the fucked up thing is, I I picked him over like I every time it doesn't matter where he's at, I always pick Inho, I yeah. always pick Inho, but I want to see what this kid like he's doing his thing like I like. I wonder if I can let me see if I can show my Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh oops. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, I picked him for my gosh the ten. Heck yeah. So and then my my gosh the one through five was uh Tedetsuyoshi, Salt Bay. <laughs> Komosubi, I picked uh Indo. And then Sekiwake. Which there are three. I picked uh, Mitakiyumi. I'm always. I'm just. I've been a Mitakiyumi fan like since I actually since Haruma Fuji, you know, was still in. Like I've always been a Mitakiyumi fan, uh, and I got to see him in Osaka. So like I would like. I'm just a huge fan with of him. And fact, the fact that I got to meet him, kind of nerded out. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's that's my dude. Heck yeah. And then Ozeki. Of course, Asanayama, and then uh, if we've got Yokozuna's uh, Hakuho. Yeah, yeah, those are good picks, solid picks. I like those. Yeah, but Toby, Toby Zadu, Toby Zadu. Let's see, let's see what he does. Yeah, you let's always gotta, you always gotta try out a new guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so we covered a lot of ground. What? Um. Kind of just to to wrap things up um what is your advice to um if you could kind of distill everything we talked about into into you know kind of a, a brief comment um what is your advice 
to, to new clubs, new people that want to try the sport, but they don't have anybody around them. What, what do you think is the best thing for those guys to do as, as somebody who has a, a successful club? In, in- uh... <laughs> I stumped him. I, I stumped our, our guest. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, You'd be surprised at the type of people that would like sumo. And don't think, be, I don't know, be bold enough to ask the, you know, the type of athletes that you might not expect would appreciate sumo especially in the U S because of the, again, we go back to that stigma, the, the, you know, understand those three things that I said, once you get people past those three things, and and this is just either, you know, just talking to people, get them past those three things. And there, it's really not hard to fall in love with sumo. Yeah. Period. That's great. And, and (laughs) I thought, I thought, especially for, you know, uh, uh, the biggest hurdle was trying to get like jujitsu dudes into it. I thought. Yeah. But then you never know until you say something. There are going to be jujitsu guys, MMA guys, whatever. These guys are just like, nope. Our art form is, that's it. It's perfect. We want to stay in our bubble. And I just want to fight and defeat guys within our bubble. But you, you never know until you actually have a conversation. And don't be scared to have that conversation. Again, like, you know, we're, we're, we're and I hate to use religion in this, but it's, you know, we're evangelists of, sumo yeah we're a we're a damn small group we're some jehovah's witness knocking on doors kind of <laughs> like let me tell you about the the love of sumo you know <laughs> and of course most of the people want to close their doors on you but you get you know maybe after you know maybe 20 doors and if you get two people to listen and understand how you know the thing that we love mm-hmm. shit you got two people yeah you know yeah. go knock on 200 doors you got 20 people like i don't know you know that's that's sure that's how i am thinking about in austin and i just got really lucky i didn't have to knock on a few doors to find a really good home for sumo outside of sumo yeah i got lucky that's it that's it there's no there's no nothing special i i got lucky with dark clan uh fight lab and you can too yeah thank you that's it that's all i got (laughs) well thanks so much justin and um as always like we uh we 
you're you're well respected in in uh, in Ohio sumo, at least at Ohio sumo. And but well, I'm, thank you. But at I'm least sure, in Ohio. <laughs> but I'm sure in the whole federation and uh, and yeah, we just uh, we we appreciate what you do and and we hope to meet you in the ring again soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> Always, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. Peace. Don't screw it. 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 Dancing.